from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Just to give you a glimpse into how much Joe Biden hates this country and how terrible he is as a president, he just traded a WNBA player who hates America with a Russian arms dealer who has the nickname Merchant of Death all while leaving behind a U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan, who's stuck in Russia. But that's the kind of president Joe Biden is. He got 13 service members killed with his botched withdrawal from Afghanistan while leaving Americans behind, while turning his back on hardworking Americans. This is a guy who has forced experimental shots on our military members and then purge the military of people who didn't want to get it. This is a guy who claims that he's just the average Joe from Scranton, Pennsylvania, while using his role in government to get rich and enrich his entire family. So we've got a corrupt man in the White House and a corrupt administration when you look at the totality of everything they've done from the border to Afghanistan to just about everything to the Department of Justice and the abuses that we've seen there against Americans as well. So fortunately, even though we didn't win the Senate, even though things didn't go exactly how we wanted them to go this past election cycle, we do have the House. We will have a Republican-led House, which means we'll have Republican-led investigations. One man who's going to play a vital role in all of that is Congressman James Comer from Kentucky. He's going to be serving and taking the helm of the Oversight Committee as chairman. So we're going to talk to him today about all these investigations, what it means, what the consequences are going to be, and what the focus is going to be for the Oversight Committee as well. I mean, there's so much to investigate how do they figure out what is the most important? And then also, how do they enforce subpoenas when you've got a Department of Justice with Merrick Garland who has no interest in helping you out? So we're going to talk to him about all of that. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Congressman James Comer, the incoming oversight chairman of the House. Well, first, 
of all, thank you for joining the show, sir. I appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. You're going to be a busy man. I mean, you are a busy man, but as the incoming oversight chairman, uh, there's a lot to investigate. We've, we've got a, a corrupt president, a corrupt administration, so you're going to be a busy man. Yeah, there's no shortage of oversight needed in this town, and if you think about it, uh, there has been zero oversight over the past two two years. Therefore, with all the bad, disastrous policies in this administration, like the botched withdrawal in Afghanistan, uh, no one's even been held accountable. So we've got a lot of work to do. We're two years behind because we've been in the minority and haven't had the gavel. Therefore, we haven't had subpoena power. Uh, we're ready to get started and try to get caught up over the past two years and uh, try to provide oversight over things that uh, are going to happen over the next two years. I mean, the challenge is almost going to be figuring out what to focus on because there there are so many things to investigate. As you pointed out, the botched withdrawal left 13 service members killed because of the Biden administration's incompetency. So how do you sort of decipher and, and go through all these different areas of interest and, and figure out what to focus on? Well, fortunately for, for me and for the oversight committee, we have a a large staff. We get to significantly increase our staff size going from the minority to the majority. Uh, we're uh, just blessed to have a great selection of resumes from people that want to come in and do a one or two year stint. Uh, they're not trying to be career government employees. They want to make a name for themselves and move on, which is great. That's what, <laughs> what you would want. And uh, we, we have some committee members who are very passionate about oversight and holding this administration accountable. So I think we're going to be able to multitask. Uh, we're trying to uh, also delegate. There are so many different areas of oversight. Uh, if it's something that I think could be handled by a, another committee of jurisdiction that doesn't quite have the staff or the expertise that we have, then we're, we're passing that along to them. But uh, we're really trying to lead a team effort here to, uh, to get caught up and then uh, to provide oversight too for the next two years of what we know will be more disastrous policies coming out of this administration. Well, and you know, and then of course investigations will come as you start looking under the hood about things that have taken place over the past two years. But from knowing what we know now, what are the priorities going into to this new Congress? From an in investigative standpoint, obviously we're concerned about what's going on on the southern border. I mean, it's it's a joke. Uh, what this administration's border policy is. It is, as we all know, an open border policy. Uh, we've got to change that. We've got to hold people accountable for uh, the 100,000 plus fentanyl deaths that have happened as a direct result of this administration's failure to secure the border. So that's going to be a priority. Uh, all things COVID-19, not just the origination of COVID-19, but also all the funds that have been misappropriated through the unemployment, unemployment insurance fund, uh, where we had, you know, as much as 25 to 30% fraudulent claims, uh, the PPP loan program, there's just massive amount of fraud that, that's happened in that, this stimulus money, the state and local government. So all this COVID money, uh, no one's had any type of oversight over where it went, uh, how much was abused, how much was wasted. And uh, so we've got that. And then, of course, uh, something that's very uh, important to me that I think the American people are going to have a greater interest in when they hear more about uh, what we have is the uh, Biden family influence. Program. I mean, this family has been able to sell access 
to the government at the highest levels for over a decade. No one's held them accountable. Uh, no one really knows the extent to how much money they have received from Russia, from China, from Ukraine, from the Middle East. Uh, we're going to try to determine that dollar amount. And we're also going to try to determine if Joe Biden was uh, directly, we know he's directly involved, was Joe Biden a direct beneficiary of this? And uh, obviously Joe Biden's lied numerous times about his knowledge of his family's shady business dealings. He's lied about his involvement in his family's shady business dealings. And uh, you know, we're going to go a step further and see if, in fact, he was actually receiving direct benefits from our adversaries in China and Russia because of uh, the family influence peddling. So that's going to be a, an investigation that's going to be of great interest to a lot of Americans. Well, you know, and we know that uh, Hunter Biden's emails say that it was 10 percent for the big guy for Joe Biden. You know, we know that he's flown Hunter on Air Force Two to Greece deals in countries like China when he was vice president. Uh, he bragged about getting the prosecutor general fired in Ukraine who was investigating Burisma. You know, what else do we know about Joe Biden's possible involvement? You know, how involved do we think he, he was in his son's business dealings from what we know now? Yeah, I think he was very involved. Uh, all the people that he said he never met with, we have pictures or emails to prove that he, he met with them, some of them numerous times. Uh, we also know that, as you said, he, he's taken Hunter uh, on the taxpayer-funded trips uh, to meet with some of these people that he was later uh, going to be paid millions of dollars from. Now, if you look at the emails and text messages on the hard drive, you know, there are many that Hunter is complaining to others about how much he's having to spend to keep his family up, uh, you know, that no one appreciates him. And he's you know, he's kept Joe up for years. And in addition to the big guy, the 10 percent for the big guy, there's also references to many things that Hunter Biden was paying for for his father. So these are why we're looking at specific bank records. Uh, when we get the gavel and get subpoena authority in, in January, you're going to see that uh, this investigation is is focused on specific areas where we believe Joe Biden was directly benefiting from this influence peddling. And remember, Hunter's only source of income uh, for several years was was what I would consider as influence peddling with China and Russia. So, and of course, uh, Burisma and Ukraine. So the fact that Joe Biden's lied time and time again, he lied about the laptop being Russian disinformation, he lied about uh, knowing any of these people that Hunter Biden was involved with. Uh, we also believe he's, he's not been truthful about uh, the benefits he's received. You know, the, one of the emails showed that Hunter Biden requested an extra set of keys for uh, both Joe Biden and Jill Biden because they were going to be a part of this business, which the business was involved in trying to help Russia, or I'm sorry, trying to help China get their foot in the door and start purchasing interest in natural gas drillers in the United States. So that's a national security concern. And again, in addition to all the investigations we're doing to try to determine the extent of how much the Biden family has received from influence peddling, the primary purpose of the investigation, honestly, is to determine whether or not this administration's compromised because of the millions of dollars that they've received from China and, and Russia. And, uh, you know, I think that's an investigation that needs to happen. Uh, unfortunately, the, the mainstream media is not ever going to take that seriously, but uh, we are, and I believe we'll hopefully have the tools necessary to, to get an answer and hopefully get it soon. 
Well, you've also got money that he can't account for in Ukraine when his family's also made money from Ukraine as well. So, you know, certainly raises questions about, you know, can he can he make decisions? Is, is he making decisions in the interest of the country or is he making decisions that are in the interest of his family's, you know, bottom line and uh, their financials, I, I think is a good question to get to you to your point. Let's take a quick commercial break and then back with the incoming oversight chairman, James Comer. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Obviously, with Joe Biden being in charge uh, and having Merrick Garland at the Department of Justice, you know, you're not going to get any assistance from them in enforcing some of these subpoenas and trying to hold people accountable. So what are the limitations and, and what can you do to try to you know, circumvent that or, or to try to bring accountability? Well, you hit the nail on the head. Obviously, if you compare our investigative work to what the January 6th committee has done, they had a DOJ that got their backs that worked tirelessly to ensure that Everyone complied with the subpoenas they issued. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we probably won't have that type of support from the DOJ. They also had support from the FBI. You know, I, I really believe that 
the January 6th committee was the, the entity that triggered the raid on Bar Largo. So the FBI was working with the committee to more than likely to try to obtain documents for their investigation. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the FBI is not going to work with us on anything because, you know, we're looking into the wrongdoing in the FBI, especially with respect to the Biden family influence peddling and the, and the Hunter Biden laptop, which is a primary source of evidence for for our investigation. So it's going to be more challenging. But if you'll see, you know, the, the first subpoenas we're going to issue will, will be to private sector people and to private uh, sector businesses to obtain information we need. Uh, we're obviously going to request information from the government, as we have in the past, probably issue subpoenas very soon on that, too. But uh, we'll have a lot greater success with private sector people and private sector businesses complying with our subpoenas. So uh, I believe we'll be able to get sufficient amount of information, even if the Biden administration continues to fight us and obstruct at, at every level. So it's just going about it a different way than Democrats obviously are able to do. You know, and, and I hope to, you know, obviously we've seen this collusion on free speech, both uh, with the Twitter files that have been released and then also uh, with this uh, lawsuit from Attorneys General Jeff Landry in Louisiana and uh, Eric Schmidt, uh, incoming senator-elect. You know, I hope we get to the bottom of that, too, and, and what role American companies, to your point, have played in stifling our speech. We're watching that lawsuit with great interest. Uh, there are a lot of different areas where I think we, we're going to receive assistance. That, that lawsuit, lots of information is coming out of that. There are some good media outlets that are doing some very good investigative work uh, that uh, that's being very helpful in, in our investigations. You know, there's there's a lot of information that you can get through just basic FOIA requests from uh, different media outlets. So uh, we're paying close attention on every front. Uh, but that 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 lawsuit that Landry's leading is is a big deal. Well, it very much is. And I, I appreciate the work that they're doing. Um, you know, you had mentioned COVID. You know, what's really sad is so many people have been harmed by a variety of COVID decisions from lockdowns to vaccine injuries. And the problem is there is a high probability that there is a financial motivation to some of these decisions that have been made. You know, the, there is the most likely conclusion that COVID came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology that was working on coronaviruses. Yet you've got people like Dr. Fauci who have tried to say otherwise when, you know, there are ties to him and gain, gain a function and, and a role in potentially strengthening the virus at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Or he's refused to say whether people on the vaccine approval committee have also made money uh, from these vaccine manufacturers. So what, you know, what, what kind of, what do you guys plan to do on the COVID front to try to bring accountability to these people that may have been profiting off of these bad decisions that have harmed so many Americans. That's a great point. A lot of people, you know, they just focus on Dr. Fauci. We're, we believe that uh, initially we need to bring in all of the scientists that gave Dr. Fauci a green light. If you'll go back to the emails that our committee unearthed uh, several months ago that showed in, in February, March of 2020, Fauci's earliest advisors when COVID was just coming out, they, they looked at it and said, well, obviously, this is a lab leak from the Wuhan lab because that's what they were doing down there. They were researching COVID viruses. And and then they looked at the DNA sequence and said, well, obviously, this is man-made. I mean, there's no way it could jump from uh, animal to human that, that quickly. So then something happened three days later after Dr. Fauci had a conference call with them. They, they never emailed again, and they changed their story. 
Uh, we later learned that many of these scientists got grants from the NIH. So one of the things that we've learned that uh, unfortunately I don't think anyone in Congress realized was that the NIH you know, has a huge slush fund. And a lot of these, these so-called experts that went along with every decision Dr. Fauci made, uh, whether it was pertaining to lockdowns, whether it's pertaining to forcing children uh, into virtual learning as opposed to in-person learning, uh, every decision they gave him a green light didn't question him on anything. Uh, while at the same time, they were receiving, you know, substantial amounts of funds through Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins. So this is concerning. A lot of members of Congress, myself included, didn't realize that that Dr. Fauci and others were receiving royalties for uh, probably many of the vaccines that they were recommending people people take. So this is huge conflict of interest. Uh, at the at the very least, there there needs to be more disclosure laws to know where where they've actually received some of their royalties from and, uh, you know, how much royalties they've received. So we've got a lot of oversight to conduct. And unfortunately, the Democrats haven't conducted any. Why in the world they wouldn't conduct an investigation as to the true origination of COVID-19 is beyond me because Republicans weren't accusing Democrats of creating COVID-19. We were accusing China of creating COVID-19. But for whatever reason, the Democrats never wanted to look into that, and they've certainly not had a problem with all the money that's been wasted. And when we're talking about money, I'm talking about hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars that's completely unaccounted for. You know, the root of all of it's corruption, right? Government corruption, government not serving the needs of its people, not being held accountable by the people, uh, which is what you plan to do at Oversight. What have you learned in your job at Oversight, uh, and then as you you know take the helm here soon, about corruption in government. Well, it's worse than than you would realize. I don't. I think most Americans, if they were polled, would say that uh, there's a lot of corruption in in the government, but I don't believe they realize the extent. You know, the the media has played along with the Biden narrative and the Democrat National Committee narrative that uh, Joe Biden's an average guy, he's a good guy, he's a uniter, he's not a divider, and he's, he's ethical. I mean, that is completely not true. I mean, if, if you realize the extent to the volume of deals and, and uh, the amount of money that his family has made off nothing more than access to the highest levels of government through Joe Biden, you would realize that he could be one of the most compromised presidents in the history of America. And this administration has had so much money uh, at their disposal in the name of COVID and all these stimulus bills and infrastructure bills and uh, the inflation reduction bill, which increased inflation, obviously. They have spent so much money. There's been few to to no guardrails on any of this money. Uh, we hear more and more reports every day of money that was uh, fraudulently obtained by foreign countries. And it's it's very discouraging. And the fact that, you know, this administration wants to continue to act like nothing's wrong, everything's great, uh, the border's secure, the the economy's fine, inflation's under control, it's, it's really discouraging. It really is. But I appreciate the work you're doing. I appreciate, uh, you know, the oversight committee and the role that you're going to play in looking into all this. And, and I really hope that you get the answers that Americans deserve and that there's some accountability 
with this administration. Uh, Congressman, I know you have a very busy schedule. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show, and I appreciate the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me on. site chairman uh he's a republican from kentucky just breaking down all the work that i mean he's gonna be busy right there's a lot to investigate so uh but appreciate the work that they're going to be doing and hopefully bringing at least answers and and maybe a little bit accountability as well i appreciate you guys for listening at home or wherever you are and i want to thank my uh, producer john cassio for putting the show together every monday and thursday but you can listen throughout the week Please leave us a review and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. I love seeing that. Take care. Thanks for listening. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.